0: What do you want? Can I not just live here without having to occasionally deal with you animals?
1: Now, here's Christian Arcan and Tom King.
2: That tip to uh, Alex Reamer just tweeted this. Tom Brady has thrown nine interceptions since the start of 2015. 22 quarterbacks have thrown more than nine interceptions this year.
3: Eli Manning throws nine interceptions in his sleep. In a game, yeah. In a quarter. Yeah. That's a pretty good stat. Oh, yeah. Mm. Amazing. Anyways. Well, it's amazing because, A, he's got time, and, B, he's got good receivers. Yeah. You know, who who pretty much run their routes, and and he's, uh, you know, I mean, he spends a lot of time with these guys.
2: That's true, but even even still, interceptions just happen sometimes, you know? Yeah. Interceptions, it'll, you know, the ball will be in the right place, but the receiver's a little bit off. I mean, we've seen Brady miss on a lot of throws. He misses. It's not like he doesn't oh, miss. Oh, there were throws
3: last night where I but thought. But they just, they don't get picked. Yeah, there were throws last night where I thought the ball was, I think Flacco threw a couple that, you know, or even Brady threw a couple that, you know, where, where, where's that ball going? There's nobody there, you know. and You figure somebody might be there to pick it off. Mm-hmm. You know, they, the one he threw in the end zone was bad. I mean, that was, he's was falling down. And he just heaves it up there. Yeah. And that was that was
2: weird because a a weird play. The camera missed it. Yeah, it did. The ESPN camera completely whiffed. Yeah, I don't know what that guy was doing. I mean, you didn't see anything. You didn't see even, and then you saw the replay and thought, oh, okay. What what happened there, camera guy? (laughs) That was that was. how were how were the
3: uh, how were the uh, the dynamic duo of Gruden and McDonalds? Uh, well, I don't know. I would say uh, not great, Bob. Did they tell you anything you didn't already know? That's what I want my broadcasters at the game to do. I want them to tell me something I didn't know.
2: Early in the game. Because we don't hear them. I forget if it was McDonough. I think it was Gruden. Said that he thought Trey Flowers was the best overall defensive player on the Patriots. Trey
3: Flowers. He's watched a lot of film. And and that's how he gets that from.
2: That was, I did not, I didn't expect anyone to say that.
3: He watched his film and that's where he sees it.
2: Gruden also has a tendency to get a little excited about a player who makes a play. He
3: doesn't, yeah, he doesn't seem to criticize too much. He doesn't
2: criticize anything. And he also will start talking about a guy who made a play like he's, you know, the greatest player who ever lived. Now, I happen to agree. I think, I don't know. They've got to work with him on that. I don't know if he's the best player on the team. but I think Dante Hightower might have something to say about that. But uh, Trey Flowers, I think, has made big leaps this year. He's gotten a lot better. I just want to know if he's really good. If he would be a you know, if he, if he's a guy you want to keep around and commit to, or if he's just sort of another Mark Anderson sort of guy who was here and played pretty well and then moved on and got paid, but was never really all that good. Right. Right. You know, I mean, there's been a lot of guys like that too who have come through here and you know looked okay and then they let him go and they're. And then there's some counterexamples, too, like the kid, uh, Akeem um, uh, Hicks. Akeem, yeah. Right? Was it Akeem yeah. Nix or Hicks? Nix. Nix. They let him go, and he's making plays right. wherever he went. I forget where he went. Right. He was a
3: free agent when they got him. Right. You know, so he's bound, he bounces around. It's one of those players who bounces around. He, he played well here, and he took advantage of a free agent contract. Right. <clears throat> which he wouldn't have gotten if he didn't play the way he did here. Mm-hmm. You know, which is fine. You know? Yeah. Which is fine, but I just was wondering how they were. How how, how critical was McDonough? Because he can be pretty critical. Not very. All right. I mean, he was critical. Everybody was critical about the uh, about Cyrus Jones. Yeah, about the special teams. Yeah. Did he mention why? Did they? Did they? Did they ask at all why Cyrus? Jones They actually Jones asked would still Pac-Man Jones.
2: They said, Pac-Man Jones, what do you think of Cyrus Jones? Garbage. Uh,
3: <laughs> Garbage. Did they make? Did they? Did they? Did they raise the question of why he's still out there? Sort of.
2: When he wasn't out there, they said, and obviously he's not out there right yeah, now. But okay. I don't remember them saying, "What is he doing out there?"
3: I thought I heard. I wonder. I thought I heard a replay of McDonough saying something like Maybe that. Maybe there was. I didn't. It was. Well, I wondered if Gruden. There was. People, I wondered if know. Gruden. See, Gruden is a coach. All right. Now you know I'm not a. You know I've done a, some some of this in the past, but I mean I'm. It's not my full time. Garbage. Guys. Yeah. Basically, that's how I've been. <laughs> But I mean, garbage. When you have Cyrus Jones repeatedly out there making a mistake, you need your analyst to tell us why he might still be out there. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know that's that's what that's what you want.
2: I don't really remember what. I don't remember if there was a, a big discussion about it. Yeah,
3: I mean, is that? But that's a huge part of the game.
2: Yeah, it really is. Uh, you know? Let's hear the play.
0: Hook kicks it low, end over end. And Jones, that might have hit his foot. Boy, he's had one catastrophe after another. The Ravens are <laughs> on it. Whose ball is it? That's Baltimore's ball. Boy, they keep putting him back there in part
2: because
1: they don't have other options. That's what it is, and he just keeps struggling
3: on the punt return. No, that's struggling. A good, that's a good <laughs> struggle. He's really struggling. struggling. <laughs> uh, but that's a good comment by McDonough. Yeah. That's not bad. I like that. That's That's good.
2: And that wasn't even his first screw up of the game. I mean, that no. Was the, well, that that's was the why. One, that's why that he was...
3: said he keeps screwing up. On you know, that's mm-hmm. exactly it. You know,
2: I think I have to assume that when they run those plays in practice, Cyrus Jones looks good. Cyrus Jones looks like he's ready to go out there and do it. And just when the when oh, the lights when are the lights, on, come on, 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 Sunday afternoon, you know, Monday night, or whatever. As much. He can't he he's can't do it like he does that. He's admitted
3: that he's nervous. He's admitted that he's losing confidence.
2: There's guys like there's guys who are great in practice, and then when they have to play against kids they don't know, you know, in high school even, and then they're playing their friends and they're going against their own teammates and scrimmages, they're amazing. Look, then I'm, they play against kids they don't know and they don't do they can't do anything. When I'm
3: home and I'm talking to myself, I'm absolutely fabulous with yeah. great comments. And right. then when I come here for garbage Yeah, exactly. You see what I mean? You know, it's a whole different deal. <laughs> <laughs> I make the most I make the most astute comments at home to yourself. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, out loud but it's but to myself. No one hears them except me. Right. Then I come here where everybody can hear them. Mm-hmm. And they just they just And like they us. don't exist anymore. No, they're just gone, no, right? no they're, <laughs> they're just gone. Gone. Yeah. It's too bad. Completely gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can I do? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, Poor and, Cyrus Jones. <laughs> I can't. I cannot see them. He
2: him. left. I mean, he was out the door. They didn't. No one had a chance to talk. No, to no, him. No, no, he was gone. We
3: we we looked. Believe me. Yeah, we. No, looked.
2: Everybody wanted to talk to him. No, oh yeah, we looked. He was gone. Is he gonna? Is he gonna finish the season? He's gonna get cut this year. No, he's not gonna get cut. Why not?
3: What round was he picked in? The second. Yeah. No. No, they're not gonna cut him. Why no.
2: not? <laughs> so he was like, picked in the second round. Yeah.
3: No. They they are they're, they're not gonna make a cut. Tom, he's terrible. I know. They just won't play him, and they'll try to work with him. You know that, that that's what well, that's all they can do.
2: What where where was uh, Mister Snappy McGee there? Where's Griff Whalen? How come he couldn't come go, return You know,
3: pick? I was surprised at that. Whalen was inactive. That's one thing I was looking at when I looked at the inactive list.
2: What isn't that the reason why we got him?
3: Well, you got him for wide receiver insurance in case another wide receiver goes down.
2: Okay, forget that. Don't but, put him in wide yeah, receiver. Whalen
3: can return. Kicks. If he hasn't
2: quite figured out the rule, the playbook with the wide receiver. Okay, yeah, who cares? fine. Get so him you back. The wide my you guess don't is, have to follow the playbook to return a punt. You either catch it or you don't catch it and you go. I mean, My that's guess
3: it. is Griff Whalen will be active for next week's game against them. Okay. This week's game. That's my guess. <laughs> you know, the other thing is, how's he looked when he got here in practice? You know, who knows? I mean, he, he, just got, yeah, he just got here in the middle of last week. Right. But I thought he would have been active to return kicks. I really did. But I guess they look at that and they say, well, all right, if we activate him, who are we going to make inactive? Cyrus Jones. Cyrus Jones. <laughs> well, Jones is actually—he was need- basically inactive anyway. Jones is needed on the field defensively. Is he though? Oh, I mean, they, well, obviously they—they—they do—they do—they need him out there. Well, like? they need somebody out there, and they figure it might as well be him, right? That's—that's that's basically what it looks like. I guess you know, in the nickel and dime packages, I like and all the that other
2: stuff. kid who uh, who made that uh, sack, um, Jonathan Jones. Yeah,
3: Jones is out. Jones, Jonathan Jones look good, right? Jones is out there. Cyrus Jones is out there because Eric Rowe was inactive last right. night. Mm-hmm. Rowe went on the field before the game, worked out the hamstring, didn't look good, and they said, "Okay, we're not. He's it's not. He's not a go." Right. He was out there. at, Oh my god! I think it was four thirty. I I got down there around four thirty or four fifteen, and I think he was out there. Mm-hmm. He was out there close to five o'clock. Yeah, a really good quarterback,
2: coaches. I think, could have picked on Jones and Logan Ryan. Didn't have a good game either. I think that there was, you know, th- oh, there, there was, was
3: there were holes for Flacco. To, there were holes for Flacco. He just couldn't.
2: He couldn't yeah, do anything yeah, about just, it. You know, he had a bad game. Yeah, he didn't.
3: Yeah. Well, he had a he had a bad game. Um, but I think some of the circumstances dictated that. The fact that he was they were behind. He had to throw you know, they just weren't able to The do fact s- that
2: Hester never returned a punt. I mean, he just let them roll to the one yard line over and over and over again.
3: Yeah, see, you start
2: great game point. from Ryan Allen. And yeah. great game from the punt coverage. Yeah. They were great. Oh yeah. But the return game had a well, see, lot to be desired. See, what's
3: his uh Slater's not a return man. He's a punt he's a cover guy. He's not a return guy, but they, they just they were running out of options. Mm-hmm. So I think James White would be the guy. I think Dion Lewis should be returning punts. I think he'd be great at it. You'd think. But you, everybody's a, every here. Everybody's afraid of putting key personnel out there that that do other things consistently. But Bill's not afraid of that. Eh, sometimes you Danny are. Danny Amendola would have been doing it but if he healthy. Danny Amendola's down on the depth chart receiver-wise. You see? He's not, you know, I mean, that's that's the Edelman thing. Edelman returned punts while he was a number that's one. That's uh, I, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Yeah, well, right. But, blunt Right. Hold on a Yeah, but a whole, hold on a second. But they're not doing it anymore, are they? That's true. You're right. Right. Okay. But they did. Yeah, but they but they're not doing it anymore. Edelman got hurt. Okay. So I don't know if he got hurt doing that, but he got hurt, so they don't put him out there. You know. So, that's that's the way that that it works. That I'll tell you a story. Right? Oh boy. Yes. This is this is not really. It's not that old of a Tommy tale.
2: Doesn't matter. It's a Tom but, King story. But the, Let's hear it. but
3: the but the New York Giants had, as you know, mm-hmm. a player who was very good at what he did. Is in the secondary. His name was Jason Sehorn. Oh yeah.
2: All right. Married. Uh, what's your name?
3: Uh yeah. Uh, Angie. Uh, Angie, uh, Angie. Whatever. Harmon. Yeah. Angie Harmon. Yes. Yeah. Right. Jason Sehorn begged. The last Caucasian cornerback in NFL history. He begged. <laughs> Tom Coughlin, to return kicks. Yeah. Begged him. So Coughlin said, Okay, we'll put you out there. If it was Coughlin or I don't know who the coach was, I think it was Coughlin. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. So they put Seahorn out there in the preseason. Right? In the preseason. Boom. Knee. Done really? for the year. Ouch. His career was never the same. Yeah. Believe me, those things raise eyebrows around the league when it happens, and coaches are always nervous about stuff like that. You know? hmm So, especially on punt returns, because it's a kamikaze thing. You're going to take a licking. Yeah. You know? So, you know, the, granted, the rules weren't the same. And I think Seahorn was returning kick. I don't know if he was returning a kickoff or a punt, but he was returning a kick mm-hmm. one way or the other. And that's how and it was the preseason. They were trying it out. He begged to be able to do it. And, bum, well, there you go. Yeah. You know? Going into the
2: bye week, the Patriots were 15th in the league against the run, having allowed an average of 101.5 yards per game rushing. Today, they're 6th in the league against the run, allowing an average of 90.2 rushing yards per game. Going into the bye, they were 18th in pass defense. Today, they are 15th. Going into the bye, they were 2nd in the league in points allowed, and now they're still 2nd in the league in points allowed.
3: You mean 2nd in the league in fewest points allowed?
2: Yes, fewest okay. points. Going into the bye, they were uh, allowing sixteen eight and Yet now everybody it's 17-7. is concerned.
3: Yet everybody's that's all all well and good statistically. Yet everybody is concerned about the defense because mm-hmm. they feel the defense can be beaten late in games, and that's what they're afraid of.
2: Well, I think everyone sort of believed that the defense was trending in the wrong direction too. I mean, it just sort of seemed that way. It didn't seem like they were really coming together. It didn't seem like there were any playmakers. It didn't seem like the pass rush was complementing the coverage or vice versa. And it just you know. Nothing was really well working in heart, but it's theoretically
3: been, it lost its best player. Right, you know, well, you know, it was, they gave up on their best player, mm-hmm. so that that got everybody all up in arms. Now, I want to see this defense against Oakland, and I want to see it against Kansas City, and I, you know, I like to see it against Roth, a Pittsburgh team quarterback by Roethlisberger. Don't care about it against Denver. You know, no, Denver's just bad.
2: Denver's got good them. receivers. Yeah,
3: yeah, I know they do, but they can't they, run the ball. They can't run the ball and that that's a ball, see Baltimore didn't even try last night, and if they had, they might have you know if they Baltimore hadn't fallen behind early with all their screw ups, you know they might have been able to 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 run the ball and maybe you know get into that get the Patriots into that physical game. Mm-hmm. They weren't able to do that, you know and Seattle did Seattle, Seattle did that, did. you know Baltimore sure. couldn't do that.:
2: One thing I couldn't help but but think about as I watched Cyrus Jones boot that ball and then not dive for it when it was free again and then watch Matthew Slater fumble.
3: You thought that I could do it and that's what you were thinking. I did not think that. Yeah.
2: I thought wow, going to be two straight years where this team that looks like it's cruising is going to get sunk by their special teams right around the last third of the season. Isn't that exactly what happened last year? Think about it. Well, the Broncos and Chris Harper, the Eagles with those weird punts, you know? I mean, those were yeah, two special was, teams right. disasters in a row. That ended up costing them one, one of them, but
3: One of them was precipitated by the coach, right? You know, that was a dumb call, right? You know, so and this was sort of the same thing. It was about a year ago. It was a ago. dumb call to a, leave Cyrus was, Jones was, out there returning yeah. those kicks. That oh, was yeah. a bad
2: call by Belichick. Yeah, no, it was. He should not have had him out there. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like he just shouldn't have had him out there today. We've we've seen enough of oh, Cyrus seen a Jones' lot. body of work, I was shocked we? Yeah. to see
3: him out there last night. I really was.
2: And then he screws one up, they leave him out again, he screws up even worse. I, I mean he was he was literally like Hanley Ramirez in left you. field. It He's was got a photos. clown
3: show. He's got photos somewhere.
2: So that sorta of, to me covers both of those bases. You know, Chris Harper screwed that up. Belichick put him out there, but that was really oh, Harper's yeah. bad. Then oh, the next yeah, week it, the play, against the Eagles yeah, they're yeah. pooch punting on the kickoff and it's like, "Well, what are you doing?" And those were two <laughs> special teams bleep ups. And this time it was sort of the same and yeah, and yeah, they ended yeah. up surviving it. So, yeah, you know, that's good, but they still happened, you know? That still all happened. And you don't really want to test your uh you don't really want to test your fate and see if you can get away with that more than once. Right.
3: You know? Right? No, you know, that's it. So, next week I think you're going to see some change. You're going to see a change. You will. They may even have him inactive,
2: Jones. They should have him inactive, <laughs> honestly.
3: <laughs> Probably will. Maybe
2: not inactive, but emergency bases. Unless they bases. feel they
3: need him. Take the kicks out of it. Forget the kicks. I'm talking about emergency right. bases in the secondary. Unless they need him in the secondary. Just sucks their too. Unless they feel they need him in the secondary, then he'll be inactive. Right.
2: 603-883-9900 is the phone number. 883-9900. You can text in at 845-827-1250. Uh, not just the Patriots. There was another game last night. Your Boston Bruins. How did that happen? Up north in Montreal, we, we, we
3: predicted that. We were all sitting around. Uh, very, very good pregame meal last night. By the way, we. Oh, I thought you meant you, we, you, and no, I. I no, was like, no, we didn't talk about this. No, the meat, we were all sitting around uh, because there's a lot of a lot of there's a lot of writers that are Canadian fans. Mm-hmm. What was the meal, by the way? Um, meatballs, pasta, mm. and chicken parm. Ooh. Oh, it was it was delicious. Meatballs yeah. and chicken parm. Yes, That's a lot of meat right there. Yeah, there is. Yeah, it okay. was really. It was it was really. What good. kind of pasta? Uh, I don't know the the round penny. Yeah, the round stuff. Yeah. Ziti. Ziti. I the think. tubes. Yeah, the tubes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. With either tomato sauce or cheese sauce. Ooh. Yep. And a salad, clam chowder, mm. vegetables, mixed vegetables. Um. What else? And all sorts of brownies. Desserts. Yeah. And yeah, now. I usually don't eat after the game, mm-hmm.
2: but it was so good you had to go back.
3: Well, I you had know, a lot of time to kill, so I went downstairs and I was yeah I was a little hungry. I don't know why. Midnight <laughs> snack time. It was you know that time. Yeah, you know? sure, yeah. And they usually have the sandwiches out, and I can't eat those because it's processed meat. But they had out a small little container of wings. But <laughs> FAT! with blue cheese and I had a couple of those. I had to, I had to. Fat? <laughs> yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but that was what uh, that was what the meal was last night. It was pretty good. That was probably some guy from janitor's dinner. Yeah, I was just going to say yeah. it could have been somebody's dinner, but it was sitting there ready to be eaten, you well, know. It was in front of you, so That's right. <laughs> uh,
2: we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Christian King.
1: You're listening to Christian and King on 1250 Manchester, ESPN New Hampshire. E- e- ESPNNHradio.com This is the most
4: beautiful thing I ever seen. Find
1: the latest schedules, show blogs, podcasts, and all the breaking sports news in our area. From high school to the pros. Awesome. Want some new apparel? Yeah, baby. <laughs> visit ESPNNHradio.com for shirts, hats, and all things ESPN New Hampshire. Woo! We've got it all here. Just visit our website at ESBNNHradio.com. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com.
4: This is Laura Remillard with ESPN New Hampshire Student Athlete of the Month of November with Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North. How are you? Thank you so much. You broke Nashua North's high school across goal record as a junior. So that was obviously a really special game. We were playing against Merrimack, definitely a really great game, and it was Really exciting, but I couldn't have done it without my teammates helping me out and getting the ball and feeding it to me and their support and my coach's support. What's your favorite thing about playing lacrosse? So I love getting the ball and transitioning it from whether it be defense to offense, getting it from the draw and just like sprinting down as fast as I can and getting it to my team. I really like the teamwork and effort. On here I'm seeing some volunteer work at the Nashua Soup Kitchen. Yep, I'm involved a lot in like within my school and like sports in my community. Nashua, Pukitins, one. I'm also vice president of National Honor Society I'm a leader in Ten Connections I'm a leader in Team Titan I'm actually the secretary in the class of 2017 And where are you looking at going to school, Gabby? I'm actually committed to play um, lacrosse at UNH What is your inspiration to go above and beyond? My parents have always been there to support me And to believe in me And I think that has really helped me Become like the athlete I am And always reach for the stars And to go with all my heart Push to be the athlete and the person I am So they definitely inspire me so much That was Gabby Massour Masseur from Nashua North, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month.
1: Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com.
0: Hi, my name is Jen Kaludi. My husband, Sal, and I are the owners of Embroid Me in Nashua and Embroid Me of Bedford in New Hampshire. We help companies and organizations promote themselves through embroidered apparel, screen-printed shirts, promotional products, personalized gifts, and much more. I invite you to come visit our showrooms, conveniently located at 345 Amherst Street in Nashua and our Bedford showroom at 410 South River Road. You can also visit our websites at EmbroidMe-Nashua.com or EmbroidMe-Bedford.com. My team and I look forward to helping you promote your business. Embroid Me, your promotional marketing partner.
5: TrySofi.com is the smart, easy way to save money on your student loans. Now they want you to know about the smart, easy way to save money on your credit card debt. That's with a TrySofi.com personal loan. If you're hardworking, in a good job, and have great credit, but you have credit card debt, a TrySofi.com personal loan with their low fixed rates and no fees is the smart alternative to credit cards. The national average interest rate on credit cards is over 15%. In most cases, you can cut your interest rate in half with SoFi. Find out how much you can save by going to TrySofi.com. That's T-R-Y-S-O-F-I dot SoFi lends up to $100,000. Checking your rate will not affect your credit score. Go to TrySofi.com. That's T-R-Y-S-O-F-I dot for low fixed rate personal loans with no application or origination fees. Terms, conditions, and state restrictions apply. California Finance Lender Law License Number 6054612 NMLS Number 112163 We all have our mountains. The challenges that push us further at Coors Light our mountain is brewing the world's most refreshing beer that's why all of our breweries cold lager to give Coors Light its signature crisp taste it's why we cold filter to ensure brilliance and clarity and it's why we package cold to seal in Coors Light's refreshing flavor because we believe every climb deserves a refreshing finish Coors Brewing Company Golden Colorado great beer great
6: responsibility Looking for a stylish place to call home? Then you need to check out the brand new apartment homes in Lowell at 24 Merrimack Street. The apartments at 24 Merrimack Street are located in historic downtown Lowell and offer unique apartment living within an historic 19th century building. Residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities. Just moments from downtown Lowell's boutique shops, cafes, and entertainment. For more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's 24MerrimackStreet.com.
1: Daily show updates, breaking sports news, plus contest, and event info. Like us on Facebook at ESPN New Hampshire.
2: 603-883-9900, your phone number, 883-9900. You can text in at 845-827-1250 here on Christian and King. As so we approach uh, the halfway point of the show, it's
3: 1.30. Halfway already. I know. So we were talking about, we got sidetracked with the dinner. We were all sitting around eating dinner. And we talked about the Canadians-Bruins matchup. Right. And we said that eh, this is going to be tough for the Canadians. you know why? Ten goals the night before. I agree. It always happens. Ten goals. Ten goals the night before. You're, you're, you're going to come empty the next night. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Yep. Yeah, you know, they tied it late and then uh, Spooner got the goal. It's a great goal, by the way. Yeah, see, I didn't see it, so. Yeah, you know, just somebody was monitoring on the internet.
2: <laughs> Someone was monitoring it on the internet. Yeah, that's what we
3: were doing. I was
2: flipping back and forth. Yeah, we, we don't have over we don't have that option. We don't have the option yeah, of flipping back I would have and had you.
3: to leave my seat and go downstairs to watch the bronze game. Did not want to do that.
2: What well, what accent was that? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um pretty chippy game. Was it? Tory Krug, well, first of all, I forget who the guy was in the Canadiens, but one guy in the Canadiens took a real shot at David Posternak. Pasternak was sort of reaching out for a puck, and I, I forget who it was. Uh, if I see his name again, I could probably remember it. Um, uh, not Radulov. Not Pinot. Oh, Andrew Ghetto, I think. Maybe? No? Yeah, I thought he was a defenseman. The guy who did this. But maybe not. Maybe it was Andrew Ghetto. Anyway, uh he takes a run at Pasternak. And Tori Krug, of all people, comes, tries to stick up for him, and then on the next play, takes a run at a guy in the Canadians who it was a, another similar thing. They were right around they were right around center ice uh on the on the far side near the penalty box. Right. Canadians guys reaching for the puck again, and Krug just wipes him out. It hits him kind of high, but The guy reached for the puck, so I mean, it would have been a fair game, fair game, trying to make a play in the puck, and laid him out. I want to say it was uh, uh, Andrew Shaw. I want to say, yeah, I think Andrew Shaw is the one who got hit and he left and I don't think he came back. Then right after that, Gallagher decides he wants to go take a run at Tory Krug, Brendan Gallagher. They're about the Uh, same size. Of
3: course, it's a retribution in hockey.
2: That's the way it is. And so they fight, and it was a pretty, you know, it was a pretty quick fight. But I'm sitting there watching that, going, "Okay, you know, we we were having the conversation about is there someone on the Bruins who's going to step up and and try and protect players when they you know get cheap shotted?" Didn't really think it'd be Tory Krug.
3: Yeah, it's, you know? it's just, they don't have the enforcer. They Tory really Krug looks like
2: uh, Billy Elliot,
3: you know. Yeah, yeah, The little exactly, Irish yeah, dancer. Yeah, yeah, you know, no that's kidding. that's what he looks yeah, like. It's not the guy, but you know he's you know, a he's he a, he's dipped a out scrappy. the head and then he fought and then he's he fought He's a scrappy guy for player, him, so, yeah. he'll do anything, you know. Right. So.
2: But as I was watching it I thought this needs to still be a part of the game. It really does. Well, it, you can't just have people flying around boarding each other. I mean, you yeah, have no. to you have to be able to stop that. Right. It's better for them to fight than to be going unchecked boarding each other. Right. That's worse. Okay? That's how you, that's how you become a paraplegic.
3: That's just it. They'll, they'll if if those incidents rise with injuries, Mhm. With serious injuries, yeah, then they'll be they'll take a look at it. But you're right, you know, you can get away with things like that. <coughs> Somebody's got to pay a price. Yeah, somebody has to be uh, out there to make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah, Emlyn Emlin's the,
2: you know. the one who hit Pasternak. Yeah, so then Krug just destroys Andrew Shaw, and uh, Brendan Gallagher went after Krug. It was uh, it was pretty it was pretty good it was pretty chippy I liked it, but it you know yeah, not, not the I, yeah. not the typical game you see with the Bruins and the Canadians yeah
3: usually it's yeah it's finesse you know yeah
2: or one team getting the other team's skin and running off <laughs> right. the score and right. usually oh, it's yeah, the Canadians doing it to right, the right exactly
3: um so but Montreal scored ten goals the night before and that's, right. that's never a good that's never a good thing mm-hmm. never a good thing
2: right Tuukka Rask great game yep. And, uh, oh, that was it. Yeah. See, Carey, that was Carey the key. Price is a great goal. See, player. that was the key, though. Oh, was could. Rask? Yeah.
3: How would Rask play? Don't forget, we were wondering if he was, you know, if they were going to put him in. That's right. You know, because he doesn't play well in Montreal. He was good. Yep. He was so very that's good. Just, you got to, you know, throw away the, make sure that you block out the traditional, you know, weaknesses and uh, you have against or, or mindset you have against mm-hmm. a certain team and play your normal game.
2: Yep. Thirty saves on thirty-one shots. I'll take it especially in the third period. Third period they were really going after him. And Carey Price is a great goaltender too. That second period, that was a great that was really good hockey with great goaltending. That was a great example of that. And Tuka didn't think he had it in him up there. I really didn't. That if that if that's a harbinger of things to come for him if he's sort of gotten over that, that's great.
3: Why would a goalie have that issue in the first place?
2: How the hell should I know?
3: Your your job is to stop the puck.
2: Why did Marty Conlon always bury the Celtics? You know, I mean, there are these things in sports well, that just happen well sometimes.
3: Well, yeah, but you know what? They they may yeah they may not play you a certain way or whatever, but Tuka Rask, your job is to stop the puck. The mm-hmm. <laughs> people are going to shoot the puck at you. You know? They're yeah. all going to do it. Yeah. And they're all going to do it pretty much the same way. So why can't you just stop the puck? Who... Who cares where you are? Right, you know you're on the ice. You're not looking up in the stand. You know you're not. It, it, you know you, the home crowd isn't doing anything to you. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can't hear the snap count. Right. You know, it's not like the referees are going to call call it the other way. You know, with fouls. Mental blocks. Sometimes I guys guess just so. have those. I guess so. You know, I don't get it. Chuck, Chuck Knobloch played his whole career. Oh, that's yeah, that's weird. And, and then right. one day and he, couldn't, he just could not not throw the ball. Right. right. Just wouldn't couldn't, couldn't be, do it. Wouldn't it be amazing if one day I just couldn't talk? That would be amazing. I know.
2: That would be <laughs> the most amazing <laughs> thing that could ever happen <laughs> to me, for sure. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> Krug not going to be disciplined for that hit, by the way.
3: All right. How much did he – I didn't see the hit, so I can't really say. Here, you want the call? Here's the call. Here's Jack.
1: Looping back and picking up speed, and Yemelin drills him down to the
0: ice. Pasternak. Hits. That was the hit on Pasternak. Blue, yep. Crow tees it up. The drive screams wide on the glove side. Morrow quick hands to knock down the lively puck. Yevelin strips Pasternak. Listen here. Licking and off
6: the glass, out to center. Crow with a tremendous hit. And Shaw is
2: slow to get up. Shaw was down, and he—I mean—he went—he went right into the room. Yeah. I mean, that was it. It was a quick one for him, and he was on the ice for a while.
0: Here's Krejci, the bomb, saved by Price. And Shaw is hurt. Shaw is making his gliding way to
2: the bench. don't sound so excited there, Jeez, oh, Jack, Jack is hes dead. hurt this Screw you! Janus. you little
3: punk, hey, a riot, isn't he? Goes through the open door. You want to play physical? The Bruins ask no quarter and take none. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean,
3: you yeah, know, I
2: get, I get rooting for the home, but you know, yeah. Like he <laughs> Shaw was Shaw was out cold. He wasn't out cold. Sure, but that was it was a shot to the head. Got a little bit of the body, a little bit of the elbow, but mostly just you know.
3: Oh, shot to the head head is not good. But Krug was not aiming for that.
2: He didn't target his head. All right. He was coming in for just a normal hit. He was trying to make a play on the puck, and at the very last second, Shaw lunged for it and and dropped his his head down, and that became a head hit. I mean, it shouldn't have been. It was a legal hit. It was, you know, he came kind of a ways to get there, but he was making
3: a play on the puck. But see, because they didn't penalize Krug, we won't get that nice elaborate video that tells us what they're thinking. Yeah, You know? Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I love those.
2: Uh according to sports Chris Johnston, no disciplinary hearing will yep. result from this. Yep. Um, in slow motion. It was one of those hits in slow motion looked really bad. You watch it in slow motion, you think, oh my god, how do you how do you hit a guy right in the head like that? But Hockey slow motion is so de- oh, deceptive. Yeah. You know? yeah, no doubt about it. It's I mean, you're talking a- about something that you know was a millisecond that you have to break. Such down a into fast, less game. than millisecond.
3: <laughs> right. Such a fast game. You really have to make a snap decision.
2: Yeah. Uh, Krug had committed to his check. Shaw extended and lunged forward to try and play the puck. It was, you know. Yep. He'd already committed. He'd already tucked his elbow. It would have hit anywhere except his head if he hadn't if he hadn't lunged forward. Right. You know, Shaw his guys got to protect themselves, but. You know, that's that's what happens sometimes. Anyways, good win. Good win for the Bruins. I'll take it. You know, I really will. Up there against this team this year, please, that's that's excellent.
3: Quality win.
2: Very quality win. Yep. Kind and, of wins
3: that you need if you want to go places. Right. You know, you grab the two points that are there. You know, you don't settle for the one. You don't lose to a bad team at home. Mm-hmm. You beat a good team on the road. Yeah, that's a that's a good win.
2: There are sixteen points separating the Montreal Canadiens and the Buffalo Sabers, who are the best and worst teams in the Eastern Conference. Yep, that's sixteen points. How many
3: points separate the Bruins and the Canadiens? Eight. Eight. All right. Bruins have thirty-four. <laughs> the have which 14.
2: is only eight more than the Buffalo Sabers. It's very close. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's wide open still, and the Bruins have an opportunity here. They are third in the division. They're tied with Ottawa with thirty-four. Actually, I'm sorry, they're tied for second with Ottawa at 34 points. They lead Tampa, Florida, and Detroit by four, Toronto by seven, who they lost to the other day, and uh, Buffalo by eight. And over in the Metropolitan, it's even closer, actually. You got Pittsburgh and New York with 41 points, yep. Philadelphia with 39, Columbus with 38, and Washington with 37. That's one, two, three, four, five. One, it places one through five in that division, separated by four
3: points. Wow.
2: Wow, yeah, it's intense. <clears throat> that's really intense. And it's only
3: December. Mm-hmm. Still early, very early. Yeah. You know, still a lot of hockey left to be played. Certainly. But we're in a position right now, the whole league is,
2: where anyone can go and grab it. And who's going to do it? You know, that's the, uh, yeah, that's so the big much, question.
3: so much going I mean... It, playoff series to have he held mm-hmm. and, uh, so much to, this. that's what i mean though yeah, for playoff just, positioning yeah, yeah, who's, for, gonna, yeah, make who's gonna make it who's gonna make it yeah no no it's just it's, it's why really, anyone can it's really strange yeah. the way things how, how things develop in hockey
2: speaking of playoffs the new england patriots have not yet clinched but they have a 99 percent chance of
3: making the playoffs how about that huh
2: they have a 97 percent chance of winning their division a 95 percent chance of earning a bye week and a 64 percent chance of being the top seed in the afc um, the Chiefs and the Raiders both have seventeen percent chances of being the top seed in the AFC. The Texans, Titans, and Steelers all have around a one percent uh, chance. Ish.
3: It's that Bryce Petty game that's preventing it from being a hundred percent. Yeah, probably. That's the one that's doing it. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, the Jets, Browns, Christmas Eve, Jaguars,
3: Christmas Eve with Bryce Petty,
2: Bears, and Forty ers and Rams have all been eliminated from playoff contention. Yep. The Cowboys have clinched. However, they uh, they have an 88% chance of being the top seed, which seems...
3: They clinched a playoff spot, but they didn't, the motivation for the Giants in that game, I think one of the reasons why they were able to play so well, is they did not want the Cowboys to clinch to the NFC East on their home field. Right. That would have happened if they had won the other night. Mm-hmm. They'll clinch it next week.
2: I don't think that really matters, you know? <laughs>
3: I think for the Giants, <laughs> well, it did. Well, we would have
2: played less hard, but we really didn't want for the, to. No, for
3: the Giants, it did. Eh. And that, that made a big deal. That was a, a point of emphasis all week. For I them. think the
2: bigger point of emphasis is, hey, you beat these guys already. Beat them again. You know? Yeah, well. You know. You're the only team that can do it. Uh, Chiefs and the Raiders both That's have 99% pretty. chances. The Chiefs have a 72% chance of winning the division. The Raiders have a 27% How's this chance. for an interesting game on Sunday? And the Broncos have a 2% chance.
3: How's this for it? Chiefs-Titans. Mm. That's an interesting game.
2: Very interesting game. Yeah. The Titans, by the way, have a thirty-one percent chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, uh, Texans sixty-six. The Colts a five percent chance of making the playoffs this year.
3: Boy, Indianapolis! Oh
2: boy, there's a chance that the Colts, Jets, and Ravens—well, not a chance with the Jets. The Jets are already out of it. But there's a chance that the Colts, Jets, and Ravens are all going to miss the playoffs this year. <laughs>
7: well,
2: the Somewhere, Jets are. The Bill Jets Belichick are is cackling. The Jets are already out of the playoffs. I know, but all three of them could miss it. Yeah, and you know why that's important. Obviously, last year all three of them missed it, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. The all Jets time. and the Colts both missed it on the last day. Yeah, well, the Ravens. The Ravens were a lottery team, so that was because of injuries, right? But yeah, this year with all of them healthy, yeah, they all missed it for the most part. They're all going to miss the playoffs again. Right. That's what you get for bleeping with the Patriots. Yep, yep. stupid crybaby bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and the Broncos are probably going to miss the playoffs. What would the Jets do? Kensel, Kensel, Kensel was a jet. K- 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 Kensel was a jet. Kensel, Mike Kensel, the guy, the you're in big bleep and trouble oh, guy. Oh,
3: oh, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah but that's yeah. But I mean, he wasn't a jet when he was doing yeah, it. Yeah, but uh, he did that all on behalf of the jets. Yeah, and yeah, also
2: maybe. Eric Mangini, bleep him too.
3: Oh well, he's not yeah. there anymore.
2: No, he isn't. But where he is was he? in the jets, and that's the where, whole reason Spygate is, happened. Where is he, where Mangini? Is he
3: yeah, he's doing. He's Fox uh, Sports, maybe. Is he? Is he doing network? He's not doing coaching anymore. That's what I was wondering about. Thought Let's he might say- have been back on the coaching coaching lines. Uh no. no. He got let go in San Francisco when they made the change.
2: He was a defensive coordinator right. there in twenty
3: fifteen. Right. Last that's last year. Now. Uh, so now he's not coaching.
2: Yeah, I don't know what he's yeah, doing. Yeah,
3: he's not coaching. Yep.
2: I thought I saw him on TV. But maybe I didn't. Yep. Uh the Detroit Lions, eighty seven percent chance of making the playoffs.
3: Well, they're they're uh, they're helped by Minnesota's fall from grace mm-hmm. and Green Bay's struggles, right? Yeah, you know, I think both teams are what Minnesota, both are at seven and six, seven and six.
2: Yes, they are both seven right. and six. They're both going to probably miss the playoffs. The question, Badgers the question was, percent in Vikings fourteen.
3: Yeah, the, yeah, Green Bay is going to be interesting to watch, but the question is with Detroit is, and I'm asking this because the Giants playing this week is is the uh, is Stafford that that. You know, the, the big rage now is to wear a glove if you've got a bad bad right. uh, finger. How well will he be able to throw the football? Mm. And how well will he be able to do it outdoors in the metallands? Yeah. You know, that's that's the question. So, we'll see how that works out.
2: Yeah, we will indeed. 603-883-9900, your phone number, 883-9900. and More on this, uh, the playoff picture, how it's shaping up. And who's going to play who? Who would you want the Patriots to play? Uh, we'll get into that next.
1: Follow us on Twitter at ESPN, NH for constant up-to-date news and show info. The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio.
6: Can we come up with something original when when the Bruins struggle, other than fire Chloe cool, Julian? You have one of the worst assembled blue lines in the history of the organization. It's up there. <laughs> yeah, it's up there. The man who you think you should be depending on to carry the load is 39, and his legs are giving out on him, and he skates like he's in molasses.
1: The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio, and streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com.
0: There's no better place to watch football than Buffalo Wild Wings. Monday night, Thursday night, or all day Sunday, visit your local Buffalo Wild Wings at 8 Loudon Road in Concord or inside the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester for the best football-watching experience. While you're there, grab a Bud or Bud Light Hall draft for only $3.49 or a Goose Island IPA for 4 dollars all December long. Join the fun for Bud Light Wednesday night trivia at Buffalo Wild Wings where you can test your knowledge and win great prizes like ski tickets. Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord and Manchester. Wings Beer Sports.
6: Hi, I'm Liz. Welcome to Lowell Jewelry and Loan. The economy is pretty rough right now, and if you're looking for a short-term loan, banks aren't making it any easier. Sometimes it can take up to 60 days to get approved. That's crazy. We truly are in the business to lend money and put cash in your hands instantly. Bring in any item and we'll give you cash. We also give you four months before making your first payment. Call or come see us today. Our reputation is impeccable. Lowell Jewelry and Loan on Merrimack Street. These are not ponies. Because this is Budweiser. Brewed the hard way, not the easy way. And with 12 breweries across the country, Budweiser isn't small or imported. This is the famous Budweiser beer. It's not backing down. And it hasn't since 1876. Budweiser. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Looking for a stylish place to call home? Then you need to check out the brand new apartment homes in Lowell at 24 Merrimack Street. The apartments at 24 Merrimack Street are located in historic downtown Lowell and offer unique apartment living within an historic 19th century building. Residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities. Just moments from downtown Lowell's boutique shops, cafes, and entertainment. For more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's
0: 24MerrimackStreet.com. If a disaster ever struck your home or business, which you know who to call? Make Peniel Environmental your first choice in disaster restoration. Peniel provides comprehensive fire, water, mold, and asbestos remediation services and are family-owned and operated. They clean up and restore every square inch of damage so that it's better than new once they are finished. Plus, Peniel works with all insurance companies and provides the industry's best warranty. For a free consultation, please call 885-317-8236 or visit
4: PenielENV.com.
0: Map out an adventure your whole family will always remember. Disney on Ice presents Passport to Adventure. Journey across the African plains with Simba, Timon, and Pumbaa. Fly off to Neverland with Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Explore the underwater world of Ariel, Flounder, and Sebastian. And trek through Arendelle with Anna, Elsa, and Olaf from Disney's Frozen. The journey begins in your hometown.
1: Playing January 26th through 29th at SNHU Arena in Manchester. Tickets are on sale now. Visit DisneyOnIce.com today. Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire.
6: Classic is shot. Down in front, picked up by Crosby. Lobbed down the ice. And the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to Jacobs. Three for the win. It's good. It's the three to win
1: the national championship. Steps back, puts up a three. Won't go. Vital seconds. It's over. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions. The
5: Cavaliers are NBA champions.
1: We've got it all here. This is ESPN New Hampshire. From Laconia to Boston, the seacoast of Pittsburgh, this is 1250 Manchester, ESPN, New Hampshire.
2: A couple of minutes here before the top of the hour, so I want to just get this out of the way and then put it to bed forever. Forever? Yeah. Forever and ever and ever? In the NFL's little statement they had about the Giants and the Steelers, where they said the chain of command was never broken.
3: Chain of command?
2: Yeah. What are you talking about? I mean, the Steelers and the Giants and the footballs? Yeah. The NFL said the chain of command was never broken. What's the chain of command? That's what they said in the statement. All right. They actually asked Jonathan Kraft about that in the uh, on ninety eight five before the game. Oh, I'm sure,
3: I'm sure, Kraft.
2: And he was. said, "I don't know what the chain of command thing." Right. Means. Yeah. I, I, was, I don't.
3: Yeah. I don't know what that means either. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, I know what chain of command is, but there's no chain of command in, in you know, footballs.
2: Well, I think what they mean the
3: protocol. Protocol.
2: Yeah. You know, does the ref let take it and look at it? You know, that sort right, of thing. Right. 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 <laughs> it said uh, the officiating game ball procedures were followed, and there was no chain of command issues. All footballs were in compliance. No formal complaint was filed by the Giants with our office. <clears throat> Number one. Before the game, okay, no no chain of command issues. During the game, there was one big obvious one. Oh, when they put the needles in him? When the Giants tested the balls. Yeah. How is that not a chain of command issue? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, not You know, isn't that the whole idea here? Is that teams aren't allowed to dink around with the balls? Well, the side? league
3: is the league is saying the Giants probably the league is probably saying the Giants didn't. They have no knowledge that the Giants did test the balls.
2: Okay, but the Giants did test the balls.
3: Well, who says who?
2: Says the Mike Florio.
3: Yeah, so, well, that's great. He
2: had, he had readings and everything. What do you yeah. think, the story just came out of nowhere? Somebody well, just made som- this up?
3: Somebody, somebody fed him that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's great. But why, why is you know. So who
2: would stand to benefit from this story being falsely leaked? The Giants? The Steelers? Who, why know. would anyone no want to do no this?
3: One, no one stands to benefit from any of it. So then, I,
2: why would someone leak a fake story? I don't know. I don't know.
3: I'm not saying it's a fake story. Tom, what are you talking about? What I'm saying is the league is saying that they have no knowledge that the Giants, what, they, what they're intimating here is I think that the league's no lying, Tom. Right? They always do this. Yeah, maybe, yeah. You know what? I mean I really don't care about the balls. And the I Giants don't and the Giants shouldn't have cared about the balls. Why the f you lying? Why you all in you know, this was in the New York media late last week. They were all talking about it. You know that that, that there was. A, Can you, you
2: produce know. something that talked about this? Because I actually looked yesterday, I couldn't find it in the papers yeah, I, anyone I, talking. I, I don't have it on me now. I don't. I don't. I read it on the New the Daily News. Yeah, one of
3: the New York Post or something like that. Yeah,
2: talked about Giants players. The Giants. That...
3: No, no players said anything. No players did anything. There was just a couple of lines. Well, a obviously,
2: notebook. some player had to do something. Um, the player who intercepted the ball or recovered the fumble and came to the no, sideline and said, "Hey, feels a little." No players.
3: Here. No players were talked.
2: None of them were talked to. No,
3: none of them mm. were interviewed. None of them were talked. to.
2: But in order for this to have even become somebody, a thing, somebody told some the...
3: player should have said,
2: "Hey, wait a minute." Yeah. Right,
3: but we don't know who it was.
2: Well, we could probably figure it out. Who recovered the fumble? Who made the interception? I don't know. Not that it matters. I mean, it really doesn't yeah, matter. I, I, I
3: don't, you know, I, I don't know.
2: But that's the that's what I meant by players involvement. Right. I mean, obviously, right. a player some player had to be involved. Um and someone on the sideline had to have you know stuck a gauge in the football in order to determine that's the, the thing air that's, pressure that's, that's the thing and yeah, if that's exactly. what they're doing on the sidelines, Joe, then the chain John, of command issue was right there. What Jonathan Kraft
3: is saying is the league finally realizes that the ideal gas law is, you know gonna going you know is gonna lose some pounds here.
2: Right, and it sort of seems like the retort is well, this isn't about that. It was never about that. It was because the Patriots didn't cooperate. That's why they got the oh, that I think the Patriots trouble.
3: got in extra trouble because of that. Yeah, I because they didn't
2: that. cooperate. Yeah,
3: I agree with that. Yeah, There's two reasons why the Patriots got in extra trouble. All right? One is that they didn't cooperate. Mm-hmm. And B is that the owners in the league thought they got away easy with Spiking.
2: Okay, and that's great. But they can take yeah. that second reason and stick it up their, right. well, you know, no, why, you know I, what I, I mean? don't disagree. Like, I don't, that's, don't disagree. That's ridiculous. I don't and that's no way that. to run a business. And second of all... You know, there was no investigation for the Giants or the Steelers to not cooperate with. Yeah, true. So what you know, like we they launched yeah. an event there was no there was nothing for them to be squirrely about. Well the Giants I
3: mean, according to the league, the Giants didn't, didn't issue a formal complaint. So what so if they, if they didn't issue so what, a complaint? What they send a memo? If yeah, if they didn't Garbage. issue a formal complaint to the league, the league's not gonna do anything.
2: You know? The Colts didn't submit a formal complaint I, I, to the I league. I don't know if they did or not. They didn't. You know, they didn't. They had Kensel go down there, and oh, we tested the balls. You're in big bleep and trouble. Right. I mean, they set up a sting operation to try and catch them in the act. Right. That wasn't thanks a formal to, complaint. To John Harbaugh, and yeah. the Ravens. That yeah. was the Ravens and the Colts and Kensel. It was a former Jet all yeah. getting together and yeah. you know hatching a little plan and deciding we're going to show these guys once and for all. Right.
3: And that's the cheating aspect. That's the the, the that's the spot thing. And they still couldn't quite prove
2: it. No, I know. Which is the funniest part. Is it took three different, you know, teams and this big, you know, we're gonna get you, this big operation. Yeah. And they still couldn't quite do it. Right. They didn't quite ever get that. But little see the league set up they protocol
3: now after that. They set up all these protocols. Yeah, right. The spot checks. Right. Well, yeah. I don't know if spot checks or what. I haven't paid I haven't paid an iota of attention to what they did. Neither but, have they, Tom. They but, haven't
2: paid an iota of attention to this either because they don't care.
3: Right, exactly. Sounds it. Right. Yeah. And you know what? Or should they? You know. Well, yeah. no, you have
2: to. If you are gonna if you are gonna screw a team over like this, I know,
3: I know. you can't just <laughs>
2: suddenly say it's no big deal anymore, right? That's ridiculous. I don't think the league looks at it as four games, right? Two draft picks and a million dollars, but now we don't care about it anymore. Right.
3: Yep. No, they bleep cared, you. They cared about the cell phone stuff. That's what they, that's what led to all that. There was the cover cell up. phone stuff. Who's who's
2: in, the Giants? No one's asking for their phones. There was a the cover up. No and one's doing anything.
3: league will not go through that again.
2: They're not going to even open the book. I they mean, it's over. They've already dismissed all they this.
3: They will go through that again, please. please. Yep. They don't care. I know.
2: They definitely aren't going to. They're definitely not going to piss off the Roonies and the Marish.
3: Well, the Rooney, well, the Mares are, are probably ticking off the Roonies, right? No, they're all
2: inbred, inbred. Why? Together.
3: The Giants took it. Aren't the, they, isn't there, aren't they connected? Aren't well, they? yeah, but the Giants measured the balls. I right. mean, they, I mean, if the Giants didn't want to tick off the Roonies, they wouldn't have bothered with it. The Giants obviously well, had. Well, they didn't send,
2: post a formal complaint. Obviously, the
3: Giants go. had a gripe. You know, they thought they had a gripe. Maybe so,
2: uh, maybe know? Thanksgiving dinner wasn't very good. I guess not. You know, yeah. I don't know. All I know
3: is the Giants lost that game. The so. Rooney's
2: and the Mares are like they're like the British. You know, they're <sighs> well, like they're
3: the, they're you know founding fathers of the NFL. Yeah, all that stuff. But you know?
2: they're not really. You know, now they're like this. Yeah. I don't know. They're like the royal family. Yeah. yeah. Complete with you know all the inbreeding.
3: <laughs> it's the the fact that they tested the balls on the sideline. The report of that. Mm-hmm. That's what gets your. You know that the Giants are guess if the Giants were guessing that the balls were light and they were you know eh, you know these balls were a little light again you know yeah that's one thing but the fact that they tested them you know that's the one that's the one thing that you do you kind of wonder about but I don't know what all those protocols are now I don't know what they're doing with it yeah you know I I I don't know all I know is they don't leave them in the hands of the Jim McNallys of the world anymore you know the officials aren't supposed to do that anymore right.
2: I uh, have some breaking news. Miami Dolphins have placed their center, Aaron Hernandez's best friend, uh, Mike Pouncey, on injured reserve. He's done for the year. And yeah. they've also signed T.J. Yates
3: all right!
2: to back up Matt, Matt Moore.
3: Moore. all right. T.J. Yates is back in the league. I love Look it. Look
2: out, NFL. I Dolphins are
3: coming for you. I love it. Poor Miami. Here they are having one of their best years. They're, they've they've turned it around, and then all of a sudden, they're back in Buffaloville. Yep. You know? <laughs> Good God. Now,
2: they could catch lightning in a bottle here with Matt Moore. It could happen. But it probably won't.
3: Oh, and More Moore is less. <laughs> Sorry, I know. Sorry,
2: that's not going to happen. Sometimes teams rally around, you know, when they yeah, that's something true. Something like that happens. Sometimes it gets them all, you know. Right, and they win
3: a game that they they win games. I mean, the Patriots did that a couple of years ago. Or not a couple of years ago, they did that back in 1999 with Scott Zolak.
2: Right, that's right.
3: They played the San Francisco Forty ers mm-hmm. at Foxborough Stadium to go to nine and six on the year and basically clinch a playoff spot. With Scott Zolak as their quarterback after Drew Bledsoe's Monday Night Heroics left him, you know, without a finger. Right. <laughs> you know. So and that was, you know.
2: Scott Zolak's birthday today, by the way. Is it Remember? really?
3: Yeah. Oh, wow, that's great. Let's get him an extra pair of sunglasses. Okay. <laughs> so the the you know, and Carol was Carol was pretty uppity after that game. In fact, you walked by Dan Shaughnessy. On his way, because back then you had to go through the crowd to to get to the podium, because it was in the weight room, right? at At the luxurious Foxborough Stadium, and he, he he turned to Shaughnessy, who had been one of his vocal, you know, biggest critics, and said, "I told you, there's more than one way to do this." Okay, mm-hmm. and then you know, and and Carol was, you know, because that don't. That that win over San Francisco was a big deal for for Cal because that was where he came from, right? Yeah. So and then he beats the four and then they then the next week they get toasted by the Jets mm-hmm. and then they get toasted by Jacksonville in the playoffs. playoffs that was it,
2: right? You know. So that was it. Uh, 603-883-9900. the phone number. Final hour coming up.
0: Come experience all the joys of living at Bedford Green only.